0: So are you ready to PR yourself? We'll remove the mystery from all things PR and we'll discuss everything from our top strategies to tips and tricks and everything that you can utilize to further enhance your brand or your message. I've been in media, I'm a journalist, and I'm also a publicist. I am Leah Frazier, CEO of Think3 Media and your host for PR Yourself with Leah Fraser. Let's go. Thank you guys, so much for tuning in to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. I must say, you guys made season one a hit, and it made me so happy to hear from so many of you guys via email, direct message on how you're going to PR yourself better, especially as we move into 2021. So, thank you so much for all the kind words and for all of you guys that are leaning in and putting in the work. This podcast is for you. So. For those of you who are looking for a little bit extra oomph for your businesses and for your brands, I have something for you. Be sure to always visit PRYourselfWithLiaFraser.com. Make sure you're signed up for our email list where I send out episode recaps. I'm going to send out when I'm doing webinars, when I'm going to be live. I'm going to send out when we're offering our next live course. So be sure to sign up for that email list PR yourself with Leah and never miss an update. That way you can PR yourself better and um, just do bigger and better things as we move into 2021. Also exciting news. My book, PR Yourself, will be coming in 2021. So be sure to go to PRYourselfBook.com and sign up again for that email list. You're not gonna wanna miss when pre-sales drop. You're gonna wanna be the first to get this book in your hand. And I'm not kidding you guys. I was on the phone yesterday with an organization that's gonna have me do a workshop in June and they have already pre-ordered 50 copies. The manuscript is not even turned in yet. And they have pre-ordered their 50 and you're gonna wanna get yours too. So PR Yourself, book.com. And lastly, if you're you're like Leah, you know what, I need that hands on training with you every single month, whether it's marketing, whether it's PR. Hey, guys, I have something super affordable for you. You're going to want to go to think three media.com forward slash think three edu. And you're going to sign up for our subscription service. It's only 49 bucks a month, you guys. And what you get is one live, you heard it right one live session with me on a marketing or hot PR topic of the month. And then you're also gonna get a mastermind session with other business and brands that are just like you, where maybe you're stuck on an issue. What we do when we mastermind together, we help you to get unstuck so that for those next 30 days before you go into the next month where we do another session, you can work on that item and take your business or your brand from one level to the next. That's what it's there for. So go to think3media.com forward slash Think3EDU and sign up for our subscription service. That way you're always learning on how to market yourself better and how to PR yourself better as we move into 2021. And without further ado, enjoy this latest episode and stay tuned. And welcome back to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. And yes, I'm dancing in my chair because I have someone so fun and so beautiful here in the studio with me today. WFAA Anchor carousels in the house Ooh, you make me feel so pretty <laughs>
1: pretty I mean, spectacular
0: <laughs> she walked in here as if this was like new york fashion week <laughs> got out the car we're talking boots
1: leggings leather the hat we're in texas that's how much you mean to me though i know that i have to bring my fashion game so i'm freaking out like trying to look amazing
0: But the funny part is, is when y'all do that is when I'm like borderline homeless. (laughs) When I come up here at the studio, I'm so comfortable because I'm doing y'all's interviews like back to back. So I'm like, "Uh, let me do sweats. And then Kara comes out and she's literally model pretty and you know all the anchors they know how to slay and beat their face to perfection (laughs) and i'm thinking maybe i should have dressed up for you today well
1: here's the deal it's either slay perfection or it's a hot mess there's really no in between my husband feels the same way he's like there's really not like a middle of the ground for you is there it's like no it's either all or nothing I like that. And right
0: now, I am nothing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you at least have lipstick on.
0: Yeah, I put lipstick on for y'all. So I did a little it bit pops. of a little highlighter. And, and that was about it. That's I, not nothing. That's not Because I know, you guys. Y'all come in and your face is still done from TV. So I know I have to somewhat compete, but not really. This is thick makeup and really big eyelashes. Oh. That's all it is. And you look fantastic. Thank you. So what's been going on? What's the latest and the greatest in TV land during COVID-19?
1: I'm not even going to go and talk about the election, so we're just going to move past that. But
0: can I say are you happy that it's well, I don't think it's over, but it's are not you happy over. that
1: the hard part is kind of yes, done? Yes, because I went in at midnight um for that. Mm. And there's a lot of prep beforehand to make sure you're familiar with the local races too, right? Because people can watch the national news, but locally you want to know, I mean, these are the people that are really affecting you, right? You know, if you're talking anything about local representation, um, you know, city council and beyond, you know, I know that that wasn't what we're really focusing on, but that, that really is a big deal too. Right. So yeah, I mean, I'm happy. It's, I'm happy. It's pseudo over. And, um, I will tell you though, I'm an, I'm an elections junkie. So I really Really? enjoyed it. Yeah. Someone said, are you sort of going to like, you know, have some self care and relax after all this? (laughs) I said, no, I'm going to lean into the craziness. I'm going to stress out and I'll sleep on the weekend. Well, I'm happy to hear that (laughs) because our PR
0: petty at, The end of this episode was election related Ah. and I had no idea where I need you to weigh in. So, but anywho, so I'm glad to have you here because sometimes when it comes to business owners and brands and other maybe new publicists and older ones, too. Um, It's always about the approach with anchors And, and you have up with her. You're very active on social media, very active in the community. So I'm sure
1: you get hit up all the time. I do. And let me tell you, it's great now because I was doing the Up With Her segments once a month before the pandemic because Uh we would do a whole, um, you know, event, a meetup with them. You've been to them. And now I'm doing them once a week. We're not doing any sort of meetup associated with it, but we are doing them once a week. So I'm able to profile and highlight more women around North Texas. So it's really been a win for me. So do people reach out via DM
0: or they're emailing or they're just bugging you, tagging you in a bunch of shit? (laughs) (laughs) Normally,
1: You know, they really don't do a lot of the tagging, but they do a lot of direct messages. I get a lot of emails. Sometimes people will go through my website um, or they'll email me through work. And I would say more Instagram direct messages um, and sometimes Twitter too.
0: I always find that fascinating because there was one point in time where I was like, it's so unprofessional to approach media via DMs. Like maybe this was years ago. Right? right. And now it's like a thing. You're like the second or third person that's come in here and said, look, I found really great news stories when somebody has just reached out and said, I watched you do X, Y, and Z. What do you think about this?
1: Oh, yeah. And I usually tell them that'll sort of decide whether or not I'm interested or I think it's something we can profile on up with her. And then I usually tell them to follow up with an email because I can get scatterbrained and it's helpful because I have an up with her folder and I can put them all in one spot. So I normally tell people to follow up with an email, but that's a good, you know, okay, can I do this? Can I not do this? That's a good starting point. Awesome. So what makes a really good story? Like what is, what attracts Kara to a story? Um, So I'm all about brass tacks, real information. So one of the reasons I started up with her is because I love being inspired. I think that's great. But I also need some meat with, you know, the sides and the potatoes and the dessert.
0: We're in Texas. So we're talking like yes. mac and cheese, but not just <laughs> regular mac and cheese, not like craft. We like it with the crumbles and the bacon. Exactly. Maybe a little jalapeno,
1: whatever. I need more than just I feel good. I wanted to be able to give women tools to apply to their own life mm-hmm. so that they don't just feel good. They can go and apply it and they can help their situation, whatever it is maybe. And so when it comes to a story, I need someone who's actually going to be able to provide context that other people can can apply to their own life because I think we can all share from that, right? right? But I need to have some solid some solid points that you can go, here's what I did. I need people to be able to tap into that honesty, right. the authenticity and be a little vulnerable, <laughs> right? Vulnerability <laughs> is the big one when it comes to these stories. And if you can't do that, then it's just going to be another one of those sort of like Fluff. Yay. She she made the most of it. Like we hear a lot of that. And that's great. Yeah. But I want to know how you made the most of it. How did you get there?
0: You used a really good keyword like authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, when people are approaching you or maybe they get past that first barrier and you're like, OK, let's explore this story a little bit more. We were discussing earlier about how some things can seem over PR. would Yes. Um, what? exactly does that mean?
1: I think that people are so afraid now of making a faux pas that it's going to wind up on social media, that they're going to get canceled. And they're so afraid that they stay Mm. so inside the lines and the boundaries. They don't want to say anything that could potentially get them in trouble, get their employer in trouble, get this person in trouble. And so the answer is it's boring, but they're afraid. And so I want them to know that, listen, I'm not going to do something that's going to like jeopardize your life. But I need you to let your guard down and be who you are. And, um, you know, I I would go to someone's defense if someone got mad at someone that I did a story based on what they said. I would totally defend them. Right. Um, And I would make the push for that. That's never happened. But I think that's why there's this huge fear. And I think if you can let that go a little bit, I'm not going to use any of your PR rehearsed answers. (laughs) You can give them to me. I'm going to delete them.
0: (laughs) I am. It's very, so very robotic, very rehearsed, which at the end of the day, I feel like just from the publicist standpoint, yes, you do need to be prepared going into the interview. But one of the very first things, one day I will show you this DVD, one day, because I trust you. It was my very first time going on TV. (laughs) It was a fashion style segment in in Houston for Fox. Okay. And I had no media training whatsoever. It was a... okay, I'm going to fake it till I make it. Um, A publicist actually here in Dallas put me on TV and said, Leah, we have nobody else to go do these fashion segments. Can you please go on? And I bombed it. I was very robotic. I didn't know where to look. There was a million cameras around me. Nobody told me what to do. And so... Well, that's a
1: problem too, by the way. Yeah.
0: And there was three segments in a row. She didn't tell me there was three. I thought I was only doing one. So when the first one concluded and we were waiting for the other two, the producer or whoever the cameraman came from behind, the main camera guy comes from behind, pulls me aside and was like, one, you got to (laughs) relax. And two, it's just like having a conversation. So look her in her eye and just act like you're talking to one of your girlfriends. And the craziest thing is, for me, that helped me relax. Instead of going into rehearse, this is what the publicist told me I was supposed to say about this fashion sale that's going on in Houston. I'm just going to talk... To Kara, so to speak, and talk about the sale from that standpoint. Yeah. Instead of looking around and figuring out what camera am I supposed to look at. But I'm
1: disappointed that the host wouldn't talk to you about that too, because that's the big thing. Is I want, um, I I do feel you know a little pat on my back as I I, or pat myself on the back is that I people will walk away and say that was a lot easier than I thought. and I'm like, good. That's the point because if you can let your guard down, then it's going to be a better interview. And I. But I tell you what, it's always the guys behind the scene. They have your back, too. He
0: did. Yeah. And I to this day, I'm so appreciative mm-hmm. because that was my first experience. I think it was like 11 years ago. And I have carried that with me like up until today. And even with some of my clients where it's their first time going on TV, even when we're practicing doing videos, I tell them the exact same thing.
1: Well, because if you're on camera, keep in mind, too, all of that nitty gritty detail you likely have some sort of what we call a graphic or a full screen that's gonna pop up with the details. So going over those with a fine tooth comb, it's not necessary. We're gonna have a graphic over it. You can sort of ad lib your way through it. If people are interested, they're gonna they're gonna do their due diligence. So you going through every every detailed fact, people stop listening. <laughs> Which I've screwed that
0: up before. <laughs> I was like, I've given out the wrong website.
1: See? It's like,
0: on the screen though. So hopefully you go to the one that they put on the screen.
1: And you learn but you learned your lesson. You yeah. still have a copy of it. It's the same mm-hmm. reason I still have my first resume. So how oh, about this? Terrible. If you show me yours, I'll show you mine. I
0: will definitely <laughs> care. It's 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 bad. Like it's super cringy. But you'll never do it again. I will never do it. The other two he said were actually really great. First one was a complete bomb. You and had like, to get out of the way. You had to get the I'm screw you're never going
1: to go on TV again. they <laughs> are never going to
0: bring me back. But I also was hiding my attorney life, too. So, the attorney, yeah, the law firm didn't even know I was going on TV. See, so was,
1: and that's part of the thing. Well, see, if you're hiding something, <laughs> note to people, if you're hiding something, you're not going to do as well. That goes back to that being honest and open. Listen, okay?
0: But look where I am
1: today. True, I true. I had to
0: hide it. Everyone's allowed one screw-up, I would think, at least one. Yeah, that was my one. It was major. Listen. And I have it as as one of those things where it's like, okay. This was me then. Look at me now.
1: <laughs> we can work with you, too. Yes. OK, well, I will tell you, as an anchor in a top 10 market, right, which for people who don't know, it's, it's you know, I wouldn't say it's a big deal, but like it's an That's accomplishment for my career. That's huge. My very first live shot I ever did, which a live shot is when you're in the field doing a live report. I was told in college to describe the entire scene, give a thorough, detailed, you know, so in my mind, I was just fresh out of college. So I went to the scene of a, a dead body and I described the smell of the body. Oh my god! And I got back and my boss goes, don't ever do that again. And I was like, oh, I was just describing the scene. He's like, I don't need that much detail.
0: <laughs> what? Why? Was it because of because, like out of respect for the.
1: No, it was just no one wants. No one needs to what be did told. You say? I, I just remember describing how like, you know, nasty it was and how bad it smelled and how this person may have been there for a while. And you're care. just like, why are you doing this? What are you doing, this 23 year old person? So we've all done it. Not maybe like to that degree. Do you still have that one? I don't have that one. Oh, darn. I know. Wait. I know. It's not in the archives? It's not in... Well, I It's not I'd have online? To, <laughs> no. Thank goodness. I, that was in 06 before everything was on, on TV or YouTube. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Well, now I feel better. You should feel better. <laughs> if I can go on air and describe a dead body and their smell then everyone else should be fine. Okay. Tips from Carousel. Like, uh, you can do it too. You can do it too. <laughs> but no, you know what I think a big one is? And I thought of this um, when I was talking to my husband about the most recent Up With Her story I did. And I really want to break down like this whole PR self, right? So I did this whole interview and this woman and her daughter created a stock market workbook for kids. Oh. During the pandemic, right? She's a stock market pro. Her daughter's a former Montessori teacher. Bam. They want to help create generational wealth in the Hispanic community and beyond, right? Yeah. And I asked her at the very end, I said, so were you like really good with money your whole life? And she was like, no, I used to go and get my paycheck on Friday, spend it all on shoes, go out for drinks. And that is the soundbite that I started the story with because perfection is not relatable. And Mm. so to be able to mention, if I just went on and said, oh, she's a stock market guru, blah, blah, blah. No one's relating to that. I mean, are you, I'm not a stock market guru. So I sort of tune out, but everyone can relate to getting a paycheck and blowing it. I would like to think it's, we can
0: relate to that, but we can also relate to like that girl next door, that mom next door with a daughter Mm -hmm. that wants to leave more to their kids because of the way they grew up. Right. And Oh, by the way, It's this big, intimidating industry that none of us want to really learn the ins and outs of. But if she can do it, Mm -hmm. like you said, given her background... Then we can too. Right. Like so that lead up.
1: Instantly it's like you're relatable, you're on mm-hmm. the same level, and then you're ready and you're open to listening. I love that. So you have to share those sorts of things. If she had not if she had not been honest and open and shared that, I just don't think the story would have gone over as well. Mm-hmm. And she's already had a bunch of people now sign up for her course. That's awesome. And I just think that's important. So I had And to I tell that.
0: people that all the time. I'm so glad that you mentioned that and I hope that y'all are listening. And I'm just gonna give myself a couple pats on the back because y'all <laughs> we have got a lot of pats on the back. People fight me when I'm like, man, that's incredible. Please tell your story. Well, I don't really want to talk about that. I just want to talk about my event. And I'm like, but people will buy into you mm-hmm. if they really knew your why. Like, why is this so important? Where did all of this come from? What What makes you unique?
1: Your story? And a lot of people just don't want to go there. That and I, I find that to be so disappointing because that little bit of vulnerability will help you explode. Um, you know, I did another up with her with a um, two women who started Power Woman Blazers.
0: Oh my god! They just emailed me
1: yesterday. Did they? Yes. Okay, they are good at th- they are good at, at selling themselves. Let me tell yes. you, and I mean that in the in the most kind way. Awesome. And we, I did an interview. I say we, I did a um a, a Streamyard interview. That's what I've been using. Um, mm-hmm. And you know. Um, Kimberly actually quit her job after saving up a bunch of money and by saving up a bunch of money I mean living in a tiny apartment with her Mm. husband not going out to eat not getting starbucks not doing anything so she could have her own seed money to start this to start making these blazers that's awesome and sharing those elements and sharing the fact that they didn't know what the heck they were doing they were learning through google that is another thing that I'm like what were you searching on google (laughs) give me your keywords you know and and that just made it more real too and she was able to go there because she didn't want people to think like, I just started a blazer. I just started making blazers and here I am. And here are my blazers. Yeah. No, it was pretty messy on the way up. And I need to hear the mess because it's all sort of messy. Listen, you heard it here first. Kara's
0: ultimately petty. So bring all your pettiness <laughs> And your mess, <laughs> bring your mess that made your message to Carousel. That's right. And you may just get booked on that's WFAA I mean. Channel 8. You heard it here first. I like pettiness, too.
1: I mean, I just, I think, well, I think there's an element that all of us can relate to. Come on. we
0: like, that's juicy. If I would have heard that soundbite, I would have been tuned, uh, for the stock market one, mm-hmm.
1: I would have been tuned in, too. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I can, we can all relate to maybe have, listen, everyone's made a financial faux pas. I mean several as uh, several right <laughs> unless you're what Warren Buffett yeah I was about to say Jimmy Buffett
0: <laughs> Margaritaville
1: <laughs> he's made no footballs. um but I mean I think that we've all done that so how can you not relate to that so you have to humble yourself and you have to find a way to be relatable yeah I agree it's like we're having wine with friends or coffee or whatever you drink True.
0: Mm -hmm. And I don't think people see it that way. I think they get all worked up like, oh, it's TV. So I have to be very professional and I have to be very rehearsed and I have to be. But you guys are hearing it here. Relatable. Being relatable. Having a personality is key and then sharing your story and being vulnerable.
1: And if you're going to share your story, we were I have to mention the whole YouTube situation. Please. Now, one thing that has been interesting is like since the pandemic, I've not been able to go on interviews which is, mm-hmm. you know, the first time in what, 15 years I've been doing this. And so I have to get them to send me pictures and video and put them all together. That's been a challenge more mm. than I thought it was. Please speak on this, Kara, because again, I'm going to pat
0: my back. You know what? I'm going to count how many times I had to pat myself on the back. <laughs> is this your episode. arm hurting? <laughs> my arm. It's not hurting. You know, I'm just building muscle here, patting myself on the back because you guys are validating everything.
1: Everything I tell people, so go ahead and tell them what they need to be doing. Well, you first off, you really should have some sort of a YouTube channel so that you can upload different pictures and I'm videos. I need you to repeat that
0: one more time. You
1: need to have a YouTube channel. You hear that, folks? YouTube, YouTube. Okay, listen. Mm-hmm. And, and here's what's weird is that you will have people that they'll have an Instagram, they'll do reels videos, they'll do Instagram stories, and TikTok and all day long. And I'm like, I know you know how to do this, so just put it on YouTube. But then and then they get to YouTube, and it's like all hello. And it's like super formal. And I'm like, no, it's got to be the
0: same. It's the same. Well, you know what it is, is that back in, not really back in the day, I hate saying back in the day, (laughs) but YouTube, it it used to, when you had all those digital marketing conferences and all that stuff with business folks, you'd have the YouTube experts that would come out and say, your YouTube videos have to be super professional. You have to have all the lighting. You have to spend thousands upon thousands upon, you know, with a great camera. And now we've kind of moved into this era where people back to what you were saying earlier, just want you to be genuine and want you to be authentic. We want to see the fact that maybe your drapes don't match, Mm -hmm. you know, like your cats climbing down the wall in the background. And if your message is good enough, they
1: care what's coming out of your mouth. They don't care that you're prim and polished and, all that stuff and rehearsed. And that's, and that's the thing. I've had different PR people send me photos and it's of check presentations and like, you know, luncheons that were happening back in the day. And I'm like, so
0: Dallas, I literally had to send and go,
1: this is stale. I can't use it. I need something real. I'm doing, I'm doing this story on a woman who is obsessed with cars and has been since she was a kid. Does she have any pictures from when she was a kid you know, inside of a cool car, and 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 lo and behold, she did. Mm. But you know, those are the things we need to see. We need to see the real. Again, going back to authenticity, I don't need to see you at a check presentation. What is more boring than a check presentation, right? And all these charity events, and unless hours. the checks go into you, <laughs> who cares, right? <laughs> so I'm. I, I really encourage people to take videos of what it is you are doing. And then you don't have to, I mean, come on. I've got this iPhone 11 Pro here. I bought it specifically because of my job, right? Me too. Okay, this camera is amazing. And all you, and you can add like an app on there that will help, you can change. All you have to do is take some video of what you're doing around your office, around, and put something together. It's not that hard. Your 15-year-old can help you out if you don't know how to do it.
0: I mean it. And some of you people who have, what do they call them, like Instagram husbands yes. or like, I forgot what they call them. Yes, Instagram husbands. They're, they're perfect for that because you've already trained them what the perfect angle is. And like, <laughs> so just tell them 15 seconds here or there. Mm-hmm. I've been... Um, telling clients now at intake because of COVID you and I were talking earlier where it's like, okay, NBC requires a Google drive Mm -hmm. full of photos and all the videos. And like you said, they then piece all of the B roll and all the videos together for the segment Mm -hmm. with your voiceover, however y'all do it. Um, But now when they come through the door, I'm telling them in anticipation that we may book something. I need you to get footage of you like in action, or if you're a fashion designer of the clothing or the product and it, doesn't even have to have sound. Just like scan the room, or right. like you know,
1: have you looking at some stuff, or maybe if you like, yeah. if you are in fashion, like actually sewing, sewing, yes, and get your husband or your kid or your best friend to videotape you doing or, uh, it, or
0: something genuine and real, like you're sewing, and up walks your two year old kid, right.
1: you know, you or you're done. On Instagram, I think that's what's been interesting to me is seeing people who, for whatever reason, especially when you're going on more media outlets or those sorts mm-hmm. of things, can't seem to. Um I, I get it, right? Like you can be more silly on TikTok or reels, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it should be sort of streamlined that you can, you have an you have an image, right? You have what you're presenting to an extent. Hopefully it's real. Ooh, it, it Lord, can't, that's
0: it, a whole nother podcast episode.
1: It can't go from formal, weird <laughs> to like crazy TikTok right. videos, right? I mean right. it you just need, you need to make sure, you don't need to overthink it. Oh, how about that? That's what I'm trying don't to say. Don't overthink it. overthink it. it. Yeah. <sighs> me, me, classic overthinker, telling people not to overthink. And that's me too. I overanalyze everything. How many notes everything? did I bring in today for this podcast? Exactly. I was like, <laughs> Kara, it's me. It's me. Like, you don't have to practice. I know. Questions. I'm a preparer. She's, well, she I like comes from land. Yeah. I try to, I try to not look like an idiot.
0: <sighs> well, on that note of not looking like an idiot, because you have no idea what I'm about to ask you next. I'm
1: so terrified because let me tell you, <laughs> when I say the reason I am so prepared is because I've looked like it. Going back to my story of describing the dead body smell, I have screwed up many a times in my career. Luckily, so we didn't have everything online at that point. I really do feel for people. I know you've heard this before, but mm-hmm. thank goodness. Yeah, because they will screenshot and and you can delete it's there. Somebody has captured it. Side, it's a wrap. And side note, now, too, I don't care if you're in TV or out of TV, if you're a guest, always think, if a mic is around, that it's on. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you won't get caught maybe saying something ugly or cussing or any of those things. I'm a cusser. Unless it's... Um, <laughs> hello. <laughs> I'm a cusser. So, on that note.
0: Or... There was a time I was mic'd up and I forgot to switch it to off and I went to use the bathroom. I think I was at Fox. And then there you are. They're like, your mic's still on. (laughs) Oh, well, my bad.
1: (laughs) I mean, we all go to the bathroom. I just don't want to hear it. (laughs) I'm new to this. I'm so
0: sorry. But on that note, I do have a situation I want to assess. You're going to be publicist for today. Okay. And let's just chat about it for, we've got about five minutes. Okay. All right. So recently, our president, mm-hmm. Donald Trump, or so his team, booked a four seasons, or he was supposed to book the four seasons to do his speech okay. during the election, yep. but it ended up being like a landscaping company. A four season landscaping company. And they were just like, F it. We're just going to go through with this. <laughs> the pictures were epic. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I don't think I've laughed that hard in a long time during something that's detrimentally serious <laughs> because when they pulled back the cameras and you actually saw the background right? they had the step and repeat they had the podium they had all the media i'm just like you know what here's to a team that just owned it owned it but if you were four seasons landscaping Company's publicist how would you how do you take this and then beef up your brand <laughs> given the Trump team's snafu? Like, how do you take that and then use that to elevate business? Like, what, what would you do with this situation? Well, one <laughs> of the
1: things that, like, um, I know that the Trump team has really tried to be as relatable to the everyman, right? Oh. So, like, people that, I mean, you know, people who That's are... Right regular regular like us regular people right you would think okay so I would go with that okay because if you think about the four seasons I don't know about you but I'm not going to the four seasons all yeah. the time yeah. so I'm going and again not talking about the landscaping talking about the hotel so to me that actually sort of like works out in the sense that you look like <laughs> you're regular right okay and then I would try to see if there was some way that we could get some lawn care stuff going <laughs>
0: That is true.
1: You know, at the White House. (laughs) Um, And really, then you go, if it's good enough, if it's good enough for the White House lawn, it's good enough for your lawn, too. Oh, my God. That's genius. They would (laughs) need to truly change,
0: like, create a tagline. So whoever was on their marketing team or whatever would literally need to work overnight to create like a tagline, maybe have something on the website that kind of plays off of this mistake. That would be awesome. And
1: you know, what's funny, too, is nowadays everyone's doing like a T-shirt or like a koozie. You could totally come up with some sort of a T-shirt that you could sell that you're getting people to wear. Like, and it's like, it's funny, right? Um, Because I think about the story. It was on the news this morning because, you know, I moved here from Cincinnati Mm -hmm. and they had a Christmas tree sort of. Debacle and the tree looked like it was half dead, that they do downtown. (laughs) And they were like, Hang on a second, it's not a 2020 tree. We're going to get it there. (laughs) And it ended up looking actually really good. But initially, it was terrible. And a t shirt company in Cincinnati created a t shirt with like this Charlie Brown looking Christmas tree. Oh my gosh. So I think you've got to get on that because then you have people doing the advertising for you. They're wearing your t shirt. And it's like almost, it's probably
0: within this next week or so, almost like a historical landmark where people are probably driving by like, this is the location, they're putting it on social media. So why not get ahead of the curve, have shirts, koozies, tagline on the website maybe even have something there that makes fun of it so that as people are putting it on social media. I
1: think you have to embrace, you have to laugh at yourself. Yeah. The thing that people are so afraid to do sometimes too, if you can't laugh at yourself and, you know, poke fun at that whole situation, then, you know, if now we're all laughing at it, right? I'd rather be laughing with you than you laughing at me. And I think too on that, you... You would want to go to the White House and do some sort of a, a lawn care story, but do it on like a, but don't make it serious, like, and then you put this type of <laughs> fertilizer down. You have fun with it. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be about specific lawn care tips at all. You're just there. And then what do you need to do? A YouTube channel, and you post it. There you go. Then that gets watched and shared, and bam. Yes. So you heard it here. <laughs> when it or if ever, to exits t-shirt?
0: TV. She will be a <laughs> rock star publicist because literally in four minutes, she came up with a campaign Spin for control. the four, four seasons landscaping. So I'm actually going to probably tag them in this because I think that's so fun.
1: Wouldn't that be though? <laughs> I always think it'd be a, a a real challenge to be, um, they have, you know, the PR people that do for like, um, emergent, not emergencies, but when there's a real big crisis, up. crisis management. Crisis management. Oh my gosh. And I'm sure I'm, and I'm thinking of more, you know, Nothing too serious, like right. an explosion or something. I'm just yeah. thinking that would be an interesting, stressful as heck job.
0: I would probably do a PR campaign for the landscaping company for free because <gasps> it would be so much fun. It would be to spin that and to create. I would come up with the most creative like team and be like, "Yo, you have 15 minutes of fame right now. Let's rock it. Let's Go. get you as much." as we can online so that when people google you guys it comes up on the first second page and we've got these amazing when people land on the website some way to grab their email address or some some way to capitalize off all the attention that
1: you're getting you've been thrown this golden moment so to not embrace it laugh at it go with it poke fun at yourself i mean if you don't do that you're you're to- you're you're an idiot you're an idiot
0: <laughs> so you heard it here first we have Several idiotic moments here that Kara has pointed out. And several tips that she's giving you so that
1: you're not an idiot on TV. I just, I want people to be able to sell themselves in the best way possible. You know, and I I just want to make people comfortable enough to do that. Everyone has a story. We've heard that before. The point is chipping away and actually getting to what it is. Well, you heard it here first. Kara, how can we
0: follow you you're very active on social ladies. If you're into fashion, I would definitely follow Kara. She wears the most fantastic outfits on oh, air. Pressure. <laughs> so give
1: us your website, give us your okay. social. I try to keep it all seamless. So on Instagram <laughs> it's KaraSoul T V. And no, I'm not related to the car dealer. I'd have a better, I'd have a better car if that was the case. (laughs) just going to be honest. Um, And then um, Carousel TV on Facebook, Carousel TV on Twitter. That's the handle. And then you can go to my website, which is watchcara.com. I love it. Yeah.
0: Thank you for visiting me. Absolutely. Giving your tips and tricks. Definitely going to have you back.
1: Thank you so much. We're
0: going to be. Hopefully doing visual along with our audio soon. I'm gonna start
1: planning my outfit now.
0: Exactly. I think it would be a fun if we could do a fun fashion PR segment.
1: I love that because what I've had to learn is how to be not just dressed, but dressing, you know, dressing for TV is totally mm-hmm. different. It is. As far as like what you can wear and just cause it's in style doesn't What's mean flattering? that you should yeah, exactly with your it own too body. Busy? Mm-hmm.
0: Y'all have a lot of things to check off the list that I wasn't even aware of like back in the styling days where it was like, this looks great, you know, off camera. Not on camera.
1: Not oh, on camera. Lord. Like, you know who keeps me the most honest, though, is my mother. Go mom. I mean, literally the other day she texted me and said something during the show and she was like, did you wake up late? You don't look as put together as normal. Oh, my. Which I actually had woken up late. So she, she knows me too well. So oh, my hair God. was a little bit like messy. Oh, but no. the point is, is she'll be honest and so will my husband about what I'm wearing, if it looks good, if it's not. You got to have someone who's brutally honest with you.
0: Well, we're going to, I, it's so funny you're bringing all this up. We have Willie Johnson, who's going to be coming in talking about image consulting mm-hmm. and fashion. But I do think we need to do another brand related fashion PR yourself segment. And we're going to have to have you come back to talk about that.
1: Yeah. As long as your feelings aren't hurt, super easy. Some people now, you know, you got to, what is that suck it up buttercup? I mean, yeah. people, if I, you just, you want someone to tell you look. the real truth right
0: I don't think people know there's a certain way that you have to dress for TV either Mm, and there's certain publicists that will book their clients but don't in the prep package don't tell them like solid colors or don't have so much going on mm-hmm. with the accessories or mm-hmm. whatever is going on. So I think that would be great. We're gonna okay. do that. We're gonna do that. Noted. So follow Kara <laughs> and thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you have any segment ideas or you want to kick a shout out to kara you can email me Leah at think 3 mediacom dot com. Keep following,
1: following it was following. good to see you in person.
0: It was good to see you too. It's been a long
1: time. A long time. Yeah. I know I
0: miss my Channel 8 family
1: so much (laughs) I've seen Alex more than I've
0: seen all of you guys because we've been up here filming Um, but I haven't seen my anchor buddies well
1: hopefully I'll see you before another eight months goes by
0: we will because you have to come back and (laughs) give us more of your your pettiness (laughs) thank you guys for Mm -hmm. tuning in and until next time